Maybe the Anna family? It's the Pizza Party Podcast. And I'm Pan Pizza. Who are you people? I am the liquefied fecal matter machine. Yep, that's Nolan. And who's the other person? Me. Me. That's Ken. I'll have to explain that joke someday, but today is not the day. Yeah, so, yeah. So what was that last video I did? The ang- oh yeah, Angry Nerd movie. You, you guys see that movie? You guys see? No, it? Uh, no. Yeah. I don't watch movies. Well, it's good. It's just not for everyone. It's it's acquired taste. Do alien die? Yeah, I guess. But the next video for me, it's gonna be Dragon Ball Evolution, an angry review. Because the uh, oh. Breadwinner's review got taken down because Viacom cannot handle criticism. But you can, you can like, find the video on the links below. It's a download to watch it, even though it's protected under fair use, so it's okay. Wait, what? Do you hear that? What? It, it's the police. Viacom called the police Uh-oh. on us. Oh, no. Fuck. Run. Oh, God, they know oh. about our topic. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> shit. Fuck. Oh, shit. Oh, uh. God. Someone hide under SpongeBob. Oh, also, I made a, a Let's Play after all these years of a dating sim on Steven Universe. Uh, link below Oh, that. yeah. I was, I was actually a part of that uh, Let's Play. I was scared, so I didn't say anything because Panda started talking out of nowhere, and I just got really scared, so I muted my mic. So, yeah, I'm in that video. Ken sure. claims he was inside that pod, in that Let's Play when I was doing it, but I don't know if that was inside. Darn it, all right. Well, I, whatever. So, hey... Let's get into the news. The secret world of Alex Mack will return in a moment. Hi, I'm Ginger Spice. I'm Baby Spice. I'm Scary Spice. I'm Plus Spice. And I'm Sporty Spice. And we're the Spice Girls. That's right, we're going to be hosting Snick on Saturday night. On Nickelodeon. We're going to be checking out all your favorite Snick shows. Hanging out with all of the stars. And we're even going to be performing on all that. Speaking of stars, we've got to get ready. Anyone see my brush? The Spice Girls in Spain on Snick this Saturday night. So, the Hub Channel uh, is ending. All those, uh, all those, all your favorite My Little Ponies and Transformers. Yeah, that channel is going down. At, at, the, at the end of this month, correction, the end of 2014, they're going to rename it the Discovery family, but uh, Hasbro and all those shows like The Pony Show, that's going to still be on there. It won't die. It's never going to die. It was kind of like a mix of Boomerang and like kind of like a subpar cartoon network because they played some really cool old shows that I wanted to see for years like Goosebumps and Batman Animated. Yeah, they played all like the Warner Brothers, like uh, Animaniacs, Batman, Batman Beyond, Superman, and Which is weird because I thought only Cartoon Network could do that since it was like... It's pretty weird how all these other companies are getting like Warner Brothers cartoons. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know how hey, that... was pretty annoying though. How dare you? I remember when My Little Pony was George cool Bush and... Did not care I mean, I mean cool. back then, it would seem so... It was so innocent. Oh, like, it's a nice show. Remember the Alamo. I like doing that. And then, I don't want to make fun of And then the people. cloppers came. All the cloppers came. All the mother... All the 
pony fuckers and pony touchers. Like it, like the fandom Bronies did nothing wrong. The, the, the fandom was like uh, Mardi Gras in New York, New Orleans, but but suddenly uh, Mardi Gras went from Mardi Gras to Katrina in like thirty seconds. Wow, man. that's a pretty that's Survival. a pretty harsh comparison right there. Survival. Is that is that too soon? I was no. a survivor on there. Uh oh. There was a new there was a new Yeah. Wait, they had somebody um get stabbed in the throat. Well, it's for medical reasons, you know. Like, there's this thing like if you're you you having trouble breathing, they stab you in the throat so you you can pass air, which is pretty disturbing. I don't know how they did that or what, but that was crazy. No, well, I know what the medical reason is for, but I, I'm surprised they showed that. Well, they didn't show, they, they implied it, but uh, you guys ever see the movie The Heat with uh, Sandra Bullock's? No. That got gruesome. No. Was Sarah Bullock in Heat? Wasn't that with um, Megan McCarthy? Yeah, that lady. They're funny. I've heard of it, yeah, but we, I haven't seen it. It looks all, funny. We all heard of things. Yeah, well, that's the end of the Hub Channel, but it's still going to be around as Discovery Family. So are all the old shows going? Like the uh, reruns of like the old <sighs> shows? Uh, they're going to... I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's going to be... I mean, right now, the Hub Channel is just full of sitcoms and a little bit of Hasbro. I mean, hey... Do they have Family Matters? Maybe, but hey, they have Gem at 5 a.m., classic and you're probably the only one who's watching it jim jim is my name no one else is the same jim i wonder what's the lowest rated like program in like television history Possibly. animated or other otherwise i want to believe it's woolen warriors because that aired for two episodes and never again it, it was this pup korean puppet show that they put on cartoon network <laughs> Aren't there shows that get, like, canceled mid-premiere because of how terrible they're doing? Sometimes. Like, uh, I don't know. Woolen Warriors isn't that bad. Two episodes. There, Two there are shows worse than that. Sanjay Song's the worst show of all time. Well, I mean, Bubsy had a premiere. You know, Bubsy had a premiere on TV, but that was a pilot, and they want not, nothing to do with it after that. Yeah, they seen how well the game sold. Yeah, Bubsy needs to die. Uh, let's let's get into the other news. So there's this French show called Whack Fu. It's based on the I like Whack Off. The the doofus Whack Fu MMO RPGs of a computer video game for you noobs. Don't play it. So it's like Code Lyoko if Code Lyoko was reversed. I don't think so. Whatever, but it's no. I'm talking about from a like a money standpoint. Uh, Code Lyoko became an MMO and then. Yeah, well, not really. it was a shitty comparison. But that's like saying, that's like saying, uh, Hitman the the movie is is the reverse of Goldeneye the game. Yeah, exactly. See, you get it, Pan. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> so Wackfoo's this French cartoon that's got really popular with, and now it's it's on Netflix. It's it's on Netflix. The English dub. New episodes are on Netflix, or is it just rerunning? Uh, well, it's just the it's just rerunning, but for the first time, it's in English because some fans uh kickstarted an English dub for the series. Hey, maybe we can get a Kickstarter and refund remake the show. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh that, oh other bit of news. Hey, uh, beware the Batman and Symbionic Titan. Yeah, they're getting the uh written off. 
the written off oh. treatment. Meaning they cannot air again on Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, Boomerang. They legally can't do it anymore because for tax reasons. I'm guessing it's because, this is my theory, it's basically these shows were expensive. So if they write, write them off, they, they get a refund from the government because they were so expensive. And But that means they cannot air them. Kind of like how Megas XLR happened. That makes me really sad. Well, Cartoon Network versus Hitler. Yeah. At least Symbionic Titan. I own Symbionic Titan on um my PS3, so. Well, you can still watch the episodes online, so. True. It should come back, but it just won't air on networks. Nope, just no more. Download them. Fuck it. But, let's start a Kickstarter to buy the rights to the show. Yeah, I, I got no idea. I mean, there's several, I mean, like. Go watch the Tanami Faithful podcast, their interview with people at Titmouse like George Christick and... Why can't we get interviews? Oh, man. What were the other guys at Titmouse named? Damn. Oh, I'm so stupid. But, yeah, they, they tried getting Megas XLR back, but it was like... They're, they're trying their best. It's hard. So hard. Whatever. Do we have an update on the Megas XLR revival? No, they're tr- it's basically they're trying. They're trying. Okay, so... <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Sony Pictures is making the Popeye CGI movie with Gendy Tartakovsky, the creator of Samurai Jack and Dexter, and he directed... Symbionic Titan. Yeah, and he also directed, um, what's it called? Uh, Hotel Transylvania. Hotel Transylvania. And they released a new... A, a short bit of footage with temporary voices on their YouTube channel. I'll link below. And it looks olive oil. Oh, oh, well, they said that the voices are temporary for this one. Well, I know, but who? Well, it's, anyone might... I can totally tell it's Tom Kenny, the voice of SpongeBob, as Popeye, and uh, Gray Delisle, who does Mandy on Grim Adventures, and and Frankie Foster. Yeah, and a lot of the uh, Daphne often Daphne for Scooby Doo. Oh, tell, really? Yeah. Mm. Wait, Daphne's the purple one, right? And she also played Blossom in Punch Time Explosion, the best Cartoon Network game ever, obviously. <laughs> but yeah, the voices are temporary, so they're just going to like hire, I don't know, like Zach Galifianakis to voice Popeye. or Yeah, like movie stars like Mel Gibson. Yeah. And like Carrie Fisher's Olive Oil. <laughs> yeah. Although, hey, if you, I don't know if any of you saw the uh, live action Popeye movie from the 70s. It had Robin Williams as Popeye. Shelley Duvall from The Shining as Olive Oil, and that was perfect casting right there. That was. I didn't see the movie, but I wanted to just because of the casting. I mean, it it it's the most fa- one of the most faithful adaptions to car- from cartoon to live action I've ever seen, and it's from the seventies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and they built an entire entire town for that movie, and that town is still up somewhere. It's this boardwalk whatever so yeah go watch that other news so uh what's the damn what was the creator rick and morty named i know that guy what's i was like yeah justin roiland justin roiland yeah i love that guy uh that guy yeah Well, him he's trying to get the team behind rick and morty unionized meaning they can get better work hours wages like medical benefits for their work because apparently they've been doing working overtime without that much extra pay giving birth there's a long article about it on cartoon brew i'll link basically 
basically they're they they got a union but they were rushed into it and it doesn't have all that they're needed so it's just a big it's basically a gigantic fucking mess it was like someone in the bathroom i'm really expecting that one day we're gonna have like some sort of a animation strike like we did with the writer's strike back in 2008 but that went nowhere right because when when the writer's strike happened back in 2008 all the writers dropped out of tv and movies so everything stopped like on these talk shows they couldn't book any like celebrity guests so they just hired every talk show had to get a bunch of people who said hey look at this animal isn't this cool or hey let's cook something because they couldn't they couldn't write their own scripts anymore tell that many jokes and it was just a big mess oh my god i can't believe i missed that yeah, it was 2008, 2007. I mean, a lot of movies were made during the writer's strike, like uh, Transformers 2. Michael Bay had to write that himself, I think. <laughs> and that's why Transformers 2 was significant, significantly worse than the rest of the films. Any other notable films that were written during the writer's strike? Dragon Ball Evolution. They basically had the script line around since, hey... We have this line around. We got to make something now. And Dragon Ball Evolution was made. Oh Going to review that soon. Ne- this week, hopefully. Oh, poor writers. Writer's strike was messed up. Yeah. Well, at least it's something good came out of it. Yeah. Dragon Ball Evolution is great. Oh, and uh-huh. the last bit of news. Sure is. Mexico is making... Mexican animation studio Anima is making another Top Cat movie because... Uh, a couple years ago, there was a, based on the Hanna-Barbera cartoon, Top Cat, it, it's kind of like, I guess, like the early version of Ed and Eddie, where it's just a bunch of cats trying to scam people, except there were, except there were a classier Ed, Ed and Eddie. Ed, Ed and Eddie is swag. <laughs> Top Cat is class. That's what it is. Oh my God. Did you really just reference a fucking meme? <laughs> wow. That's what it this is. This podcast is going to be the worst episode. Top, yep. Yeah, seriously. Top Cat is the classier Ed and Eddie because they're, peop- they're just a bunch of cats who live in the alleyways. Oh, sir. I will suck your dick for five cents. Lisa. Oh, five cents. Lisa, for five cents. I'm going to suck your dick. I'm Please. a gentleman. Please. I'll suck your dick for five cents. Man. Not... Not 50 like those Ed boys. Hey, I'm sucking my dick for five cents. Five cents. Who's going up for 10 cents? 10 cents. 10 cents. Who's going to suck my dick for 15? 20 going, going, and. God. Oh. Sold. 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 Yeah, so they made a movie. Mexico made a Top Cat movie back in a few years ago. It was like. 3D background, but with 2D characters made made in Flash, so it looked very awkward. I, I didn't watch it. And now they're going to make a CG, a full CGI one, so maybe they have a bigger budget? Hopefully it's good, or hopefully it's Food Fight. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. My, one we'll thing's for sure, it definitely isn't Hong Kong Fooey with Eddie Murphy. Yeah, that never, that's never going to happen now, that Hong Kong Fooey movie. No. What do you know about Waffle Shrek? Yeah. What do you know about Toilet Urinal Shrek? Mm. What do you know about Kung Fu Shrek? Yeah, that's going to happen. Well, Top Cat is ruined. I w- Top Cat is such an underappreciated Hanna-Barbera cartoon. You seem to like a lot of shows with cats in them. Kitty Bobo, Top Cat. Oh, that's a good idea for a top ten, maybe someday. Top ten best cat shows. Yeah, classic. But yeah, Do you own a cat pan? No. Do you- my, my mom hates cats. Like, uh, ever since she, like, fell asleep and woke up with a cat sleeping on her head, she got afraid of cats. 
that's all that's all it did it snuck in a stray cat snuck into her room and slept on her head while she was asleep tell your mom to stop being a pussy you don't want to know what my cat's done to me yeah cats are jerks top cat's great so let's uh let's talk about the topic yeah Okay. You know what I'm gonna say. Nick or treat. <laughs> Hang on, let me. Uh, can can use your privilege. Hey, <laughs> you can't say that under the amendment. Hang on, let me uh, get my drink. I gotta get another bottle. Three, three, two, two, one. Got a blast. Okay. This is probably the worst episode we've recorded so far. Eh, it's not that bad. I think it's because it's so early. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Go, please, God, Pan, leave that in. <laughs> please, Pan, I hope you died there. Okay, I'm back. Are you alive? Oh, I, I dropped something. Leave, leave, leave that oh fuck in there. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or just save it as its own separate sound bite. Okay, yeah, I dropped something, but I got my bottle back. Another one. Okay, so okay. Uh, the topic is Nickelodeon. I think mm. post 2000s Nickelodeon, early 2000s Nickelodeon, because these people are not 90s kids. I, I was born in 1995, and I don't remember anything until 2001. Wait, you were born in 1995? How old are you? I'm I'm 19. Oh my god, I thought you were like 20. I'm 22, and I was born in 1992, and I am a true 90s kid. I had five great years in the 90s, and four of them I can't remember. Oh yeah, that's basically me. <laughs> oh, so let's. What, what were what were you? Some of your favorite Nickelodeon shows. Uh, I watched Cartoon Network. SpongeBob, Danny Phantom. Um, I like Jimmy Neutron from what I remember. Oh, man. I like Jimmy Neutron. Jimmy Neutron, so stupid. Jimmy Neutron was like the Sega Genesis of Destro's <laughs> Lab, which is a Nintendo. And, and Johnny Test is the TurboGrafx-16 of Dex. No, 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 no. It's the, the it's the Atari Jaguar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's trying, but... Uh, it tried its best. I mean... get something better. Jimmy Neutron's pretty iffy when you watch it now. It's not... Uh, it's, I, 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 I was thinking about reviewing that stupid movie. Oh, yeah, that movie probably sucked my spider yeah. balls. I mean, well, I don't know. Oh, let's talk. Does anyone remember the show, Jimmy Neutron? I, I remember the movie had a ton of Aaron Carter oh, songs. Oh, yeah, at the end of the VHS tape. Oh, yeah, We're the Kids in America. I, yeah. We're the Kids in America. Whoa. That's not oh, a Jimmy. I mean, that's not an Aaron Carter song. But they, my friend was so offended because he was from Israel or somewhere. I remember they used that. We're the kids from America and the stupid Digimon movie, which the Digimon movie was nothing but three short films that they put together very loosely. Wait a minute. Isn't Digimon take place in Japan? The best part about the Digimon movie was that it was directed by Mamoru Hosoda. Yeah, he went on to make... That guy has... 
Yeah, he went went on to make a uh, Summer Wars, which is why those the Digimon movie was very similar to that. And the underappreciated so. One Piece movie Six, which is darker than the rest of the series, and I want to see it because it looks really nice. Darker. <sighs> yeah, I'm darker. I, mean, so I get I get arrested. Kind of concerned about the Jimmy Neutron movie. So, like, was the entire world population of parents taken away, or is it just the town? I think it's just the town. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, it's. Hmm, I'm kind of yeah. I don't wonder like is what I don't know what the scope it's of that a, was. But I it was I, a, I refuse to believe these kids could, who could barely pass their math classes were able to build a fucking rocket ship to the goddamn moon. I think Jimmy just, I think Jimmy just did all of that stuff. It wasn't to the goddamn well, moon. It was like all the way to fucking like Earth, and it was uh, to the ends of the universe. Yeah, that, that too, but they, oh yeah, what's worse? Oh, I remember this. They didn't even have helmets to protect them from the to give them air when they're in space. But in the in the TV series, I think Carl says, "Hey, Jimmy." How do we breathe in air if we don't have any helmets? And no, it was Sheen. And then Carl goes, and you don't even hear the answer. <laughs> I know. Look at hilarious. <laughs> oh wait, hey, remember the uh, crossover between Jimmy Neutron and a uh, Timmy and a uh, Fairy Odd Parents? Where not only did they cross over, but they switched art styles. Oh yeah, and then. Uh... Both of them look pretty bad. I gotta admit. <laughs> Jimmy Neutron looked bad in general. Like, okay, the Timmy Turner and Jimmy Neutron look terrible, but you gotta admit, the 2D animation wasn't that good either. Ooh, ouch. It probably looked worse. Jimmy Neutron could have looked good if the technology was better, probably. Yeah. I want a Jimmy Neutron reboot. Do you guys uh, watch Planet Sheen? Yeah, Planet Sheen looks nice. Yeah, well, like, it reminds me of Mario Galaxy, some. What? Don't compare yeah. Mario. Dude, that series sucked. That series got canceled, so Sheen just alone on that planet is going to die. Finally, the Mexican kid got his own um, series. Oh, when I when I, when I found out... Not so pan, wait, I, Pan, this is the series your proud got representation. Oh I'm my gonna gosh. Go, uh, I'll go back to watching Mucha Lucha. Fuck this. Mucha Lucha was racist, man. Well, it wasn't. Was it? It was so stereotypical. My family loved it. Dora the Explorer, the, uh, what's film? Oh, yeah, now Dora Stray. the Explorer, more like Dora the Hora with her stupid friends. All we got go, back, fucking... go to the back alleys and pick up boys on our society. Oh. All I got was fucking static shock. What? Static shit. When I found out Sheen from Jimmy Neutron was Mexican, it kind of, things made a little more sense in a way, for some reason. What? I don't know. He just like now that now I see it, it's like yeah. I went to school with people who looked very similar to Sheen with his hair and thin head. And they were Mexican, and you're being racist. I'm Mexican. I mess. I can't believe you said that. Though. I can't believe you're internalizing your own it's racism. Like, How could makes you? Sense Pam? now. Sheen was Mexican the whole time. I Mexican can't believe this. Yeah. Waka waka. Hey, what do you guys think of uh, Fairly Odd Parents? I remember when that premiered on uh, the compilation series Oh Yeah Cartoons, where everyone. Oh, yeah. I'm, shitty I'm Timmy Turner, and I 
Stole from my mom's purse. Oh, yeah. Oh, fucking shit cartoons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. This cartoon suck. Yeah. To me, uh, like the if you watch the Oh Yeah cartoons pilots of of uh, Fairy Odd Parents before it, all the voices are completely different. And Cosmo, he no longer sounds silly; he just sounds a little bit more like Timmy's dad. So it was voiced by Darren well, Norris. They're, they're the same voices, but uh, yeah, they are. Oh, really? So. Yeah, I mean, he sounds. Cosmo sounds like how he how his voice actor sounded in a. In uh, Ned's Declassified as the janitor. Ned's Declassified was great. Yeah. That was one of the better live-action um, kids' shit sitcoms. I almost said shit-coms. People are still asking what happened to the Ned's Declassified video. It was so terrible, I took it down. But I'll upload it someday somewhere. Because Blip, the video hosting site Blip, took ev- got rid of basically everyone who wasn't performing well on there. Because I don't use Blip, and that's why they took me out. It's over. So if your video fucking sucked, they removed no, it. It didn't perform well enough because all my traffic is on YouTube. No one's going to blip for my videos ever. That's sad. Yeah. The- oh, wow. marathon. Yeah. It's a turtle disaster. Yeah. yeah. Who uses blip anyway? So I thought. So yeah, one of my favorite shorts was was that Fairy Odd Parents one, and I'm glad that I was glad when that became a series. But I'm surprised that Fairy Odd Parents is still going to this day. And it has like a baby now, and they have a fucking dog on the show now. It's like the it's like it's like those sitcoms that trying to like keep alive, so they add a baby or a dog, yeah. basically. Oh yeah, and what's really what sucks hard is that uh the, the dog I, when the dog premiere showed up for the first time, he said, "Don't worry, I can't die," and it's like, damn, we're stuck with him. <laughs> we're fucking stuck with him. <laughs> Yeah, most people were probably like, this is to ensure that the kids don't get upset. And everybody else was just like, motherfucker. <laughs> that son of a bitch dog. I'm going to. Yeah, new fairy parents are pretty terrible. Like they have like one running joke and they'll just keep using that joke throughout the whole episode. Well, I, fairy parents just over time watching it. I loved fairy parents, but it was like, this is the same joke. This is like the same. The humor's too specific, I think. It's just I don't know how to explain it. It just feels Okay, it's, the it's just pizza. it's just kind of like sort of safe sarcasm. Yeah, yeah that's what it is. It's that's, safe that's, sarcasm. They're like, Timmy, I hope I'm not exp- I'm I'm fully endorsed to break open your door without knocking, but but I'm respecting your privacy, so it's okay. Something like that. I don't know. Yeah, it, that's it's just kind of like that same type of joke, and it's just like eh. oh. Better. Okay, wait, let's wait. kind of maybe chuckle the first time. And, and whenever they they don't have, and whenever they did like slapstick or something, the animation just wasn't good enough. Well, the animation was pretty terrible in general. It's all it's stylized. It looks like a Oopa cartoon, something you'd see on like a cereal commercial, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the movie was great. The uh, channel chasers where they go into yeah, every every single TV channel, but I found it funny that they did not go into a single parrot. Okay, so. The movie was about Timmy uh, channel surfing, and he goes into the TV channels, and he goes into a different parody version of a TV show. But I noticed he didn't go into any parodies of uh, Cartoon Network shows. Oh, yeah, that was this opportunity. I, I, I kind of feel like that was just like Nickelodeon's just like, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. That's, that'll get us into legal trouble. Yeah, they parodied The Simpsons, uh, Batman... 
Oh, at the very end, they did parody Dragon Ball Z, but it was called Mahumushi. And and Teenage Mutant. They also parody Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and it was like superhuman um, cows or whatever. Hey, wait. I remember Vicky's entire goal in that movie was like, she switches over to the TV channel called the Dictator Channel, and she wants to become a dictator. It's like, damn, so Vicky is worse than Hitler. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, they used to have, like, serious action scenes and moments like an Abercatastrophe and shit. Like, in the beginning, AJ and Chester were, like, fight, um, were, like fighting for, like, they were, like, freedom fighters or something against um, Vicky. Oh, yeah. God, it was so weird whenever they tried doing something serious. Yeah. Because they, they did it a lot. Yeah, that, that's, t- that episode spoke to me. It's like, yeah, TV is important. And it's... And it was just all played straight, too. Like, when um, Cosmo and Wanda were, like, taken away in the Fair de Rules book, like, in Abercatastrophe, like, they played it straight and shit and how sad and dramatic it was. I'm like, this, even as a kid, I was like, you know, this this kind of doesn't mesh well. <laughs> I remember. Did you cry? I remember this other this other special. I forget what happened, but the one with the muffin that could grant them any wish and Timmy got a. That's Abercatastrophe. Oh, yeah. Timmy got all these oh, cool that. devices, but so he's fighting with Crocker, and he, they're keep switching like dimensions and stuff. And at this, at one point, they're so they're smaller than an atom, but uh, but the atom, okay, they set up the scene to show some guy drawing on a desk but falling asleep, and they zoom into the guy's pencil so much that they see the atoms, and that's where Timmy and Crocker are fighting, and. Yeah. And that's a ca- that was, that, that was a cameo by the creator Butch Hartman, and and what Timmy does is that he gets his arrow, Cupid's arrow, and then he just launches an arrow and it hits an atom and it splits the atom in half and it blows up. It turns it makes a nuclear atomic bomb in that area. So it's confirmed that Butch Hartman died in his own cartoon. <laughs> Wow, that's symbolism to the show now. Butch Hartman wants to die in his own show. Like that's how that's how it has to be. Yeah, Butch Hartman and Seth MacFarlane just team up. Oh man, oh, but uh, I think the best what I liked about Fairy Odd Parents is that it made uh, they made Timmy Turner a slacker, and that he was okay with uh having his uh getting terrible grades and watching TV because and that made me feel better about myself when I was younger because like my teachers and parents would make me feel bad about TV about watching all this TV or playing video games and getting poor grades when that show made me feel better about myself so yeah that was great remember in the same movie where Timmy used dental floss to like ride a fucking like sphinx I don't know they were just like fighting all over the universe but oh yeah I remember they gave they accidentally gave the monkey a, a muffin the, the magic muffin and oh yeah and then the whole world turned like a banana type kingdom or something it, it turned into like planet of the apes and like Timmy notices like the Abraham Lincoln statue you know the one where he's on the chair <laughs> And he's and he just says, man, I hate monkey puns like they were making fun of that stupid Tim Burton <laughs> ape movie that came out at the time. The uh, Planet of the Apes remake by Tim Burton. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, because in, in the end. OK, so you all know the ending to Planet of the Apes, right? It was on Earth all along. Yeah. And they showed the Statue of Liberty and they're saying, uh, 
You blew it! You blew it up! But in the Tim Burton one, instead of that, the main guy in that movie just lands in the middle of, like, Washington, D.C., but he sees, like, Abraham Lincoln's a monkey now. <laughs> what? Yeah, Abraham Lincoln's a monkey now. Oh, my God. <laughs> so he's Abraham Lincoln? I guess so. Fuck you. I can't believe this. That's hilarious. Fucking yeah. Thanks, Tim Burton. Is, what? So there was like an Abraham Lincoln monkey that got assassinated too and stuff. Well, there, uh... there's like a gorilla and he's like slowly going behind um, um, Abraham Lincoln. He holds up a gun and then bam. It's a banana. Monkey brains all over the fucking Ford Theater. Cheese. I wonder how awkward slavery was. <laughs> you should play a slide whistle right there. Oh, well, it was with monkeys controlling humans, so that's how slavery was, I guess. There's a monkey Luther King. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Civil rights for waka, all, waka. and then he gets shot in the head. Waka waka. Well, hey, let's take what other cartoons, what other Nickelodeon shows you liked? Oh. Early to Sponge no, let's, let's talk about that later. Let's talk about Rocket Power. That was early 2000s, late 90s. Fuck Otto, fuck Otto, fuck Otto. Literally? Every episode of Rocket Power is just, hey guys, let's go over here. Otto, dude, you can't go in there. You, Dad said not to, and they go in there and Otto gets in trouble. Fuck you. I just never had fuck any you, Jesse, don't be such at a cunt. I think uh, my favorite... Otto, Dad, you're totally cramping my style. Why you gotta be a shooby, dude? Rockin'. Well, you have to be a doobie, bro. I, I think my favorite episode of uh, Rocket Power was the one where Auto Rocket doesn't tell anyone that he's going to go rock climbing. And then uh, he, he he gets hit by a couple of rocks and he gets his arm lodged between two rocks and he can't. So he, he's that's the plot to 127 <laughs> hours. <laughs> no, but it, 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 it could have been a Rocket Power episode. Oh my god, you idiot. <laughs> oh, I thought that was the actual episode. No, I, I, as far, I don't think so. <laughs> no, oh my god, no. No, he's like, re, he's like filming himself. He goes, dudes, this is totally not righteous. <laughs> In case I don't make it out of here, he holds his hand up to the camera. Wookity, 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 wookity. <laughs> and he starts like sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally about to beef, bro. Uh, yeah, I'm totally about to hit the beef, bro. Oh, no. I'm going to meet the great Tony Hawk in the sky. You <laughs> meet Tony Hawk and Tony Hawk is still this piece of bagels. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? You're my hero. Yeah, because this, mo- this show, Rocket Power, would not have existed if it weren't for Tony Hawk and the X Games, where everyone at that time was just trying to be so extreme. So yeah, but, okay. Who wants to sum up the episode? Because I okay. have some recollection okay, so of it. All the rocket power, rocket, rocket kid, 
Auto Rocket is watching TV with all his friends and they hear that Tony Hawk is retiring and Otto's like, what the fuck? And Yeah, he was like legitimately like, what the fuck? So they decide to like break into Tony Hawk's house to ask him, hey, are you really retiring? <laughs> He's like... And Tony's just like, dude, what the fuck? I know I break into other people's house and steal their pizza bagels, but this is not fucking cool. And this, and literally, his house is like fucking skateboard saw. The, if you want to make it out alive, you gotta you gotta shred, bro. Skate or die. <laughs> I just imagine like Tony Hawk captures the kids, and then he changed them up. He changed them up, and he's like, I want to play a game, bro. And like, <laughs> your objective is to saw off your own leg. With this, no, wait, is to shred your leg to the extreme. Oh, no. <laughs> he throws the skateboard in the middle and he's like, Good luck, bros. I imagine like sawing it up while like holding up the double sign, like to the extreme. He did not give a fuck that four kids like broke into his fucking house. He was just Whatever. like, He doesn't look fine. He's just perfect in every way, but his one kryptonite is fucking piece of bagels. He just can't. Like, it's like he liked the Cocoa Puffs bird. Like, I gotta have my piece of bagels. <laughs> Oh my god. So, does anybody else have anything to say on fucking Otto and the cunts? No. Uh, I hope Otto fucking dies. Good. Which he is, because the show got cancelled. Yeah. Fuck, fuck Rocket Power. I hate it. So, let's talk about Hey Arnold. You guys know that show? That's a show. Um, I saw the one episode where Helga was, like, recounting her preschool days. I remember, like, sobbing because the dog stole her lunchbox. And I was like, Mom! And she was like, oh, my God, sweetie, what? And I'm like, the dog took her lunchbox. And then she was like, stop being so gay. And she was like, and fucking like, pussy. God, what a faggot. And then he pushed you down the stairs. Yeah. My mom pushed me down the stairs a lot when I was a wee lad. She said it was to help build strong bones because she said milk tastes gross. Are you? I don't know if you're serious. Pan, do you really think I'm fucking serious right now? <laughs> I don't know anymore. I don't know. I'll probably explain why you're so anti-social work, Nolan. Jeez. Oh, down the staircase you go, Amethyst. You guys are noobs. Hey. I know the movie. I know. I know the Christmas episode too. I know. I remember the episode where they like fucking went dressed up as fruits. And, like, got a ton of cash from, like, drug dealers. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, Harold had some pretty fucked up subject matters. Yeah, wasn't Helga's mom, like, a drunk? Oh, yeah. They impl- heavily implied, like, she always woke up, like, so drowsy and, like, on the sofa after sleeping. I only remember that episode where they was, like, they had to deal with the bully or something and they played a game. I don't remember. I remember when Arnold found a ton of money on the bus, so he wanted to turn it in. But one of the kids with like the big like like sausage nose and like strands of hair and the green hat. Yeah, he, he was being like a total faggot. He was like, "Let's tie Arnold to the tetherball pole." Oh, and I was like, fuck "Dang, yeah, son, you're in- Sid, that motherfucker." I was, okay, so- I was like, "Dang, Sid, you're into some kinky yeah, like, shit." Okay, so, so Sid, Gerald, and Arnold—they all find this bag of money, and then when they turn it into the police, it's suddenly it's a bird feed because uh, because Arnold got it switched with some lady's bag of bird feed. And no one would believe that Arnold misplaced it. And, like, everyone's suspicious of Arnold. And at the very end, they just said, 
fuck Arnold, let's tie him up. And they just, they just get him and they just tie him to the tetherball, tetherball pole. Like they're about to lynch him. And like, we, we don't know. I don't know what was going to happen, but eventually like the police come and with the lady with the bag of bird feed and said, Arnold, I found this thing. This was your money. And Arnold was saved, but damn, that school was fucked up. Were you about to die? Yeah, the principal didn't do jack fucking shit. Really, like, eh, not my fault. I, re- I remember the kid who had like the bond-shaped head and the orange hair that was also bond-shaped. Like he fucking like got got hurt all the time. Oh, yeah, Eugene. <laughs> yeah, Eugene. Eugene the Bond. Oh yeah, Wolfgang. That was yeah. the bully character. Okay, okay. That What's guy. weird is that Wolfgang is like the next grade level. Grade up. Yeah, and he's fucking huge. Yeah, wasn't it? Aren't they like in fourth and fifth grade? Yeah, and they had to learn to like share that uh fucking um soccer field and the uh, fo- football field. And the fifth graders and the fifth graders were like, "We want to play football, faggots! Get the fuck off!" And the kids were like, ah. "Why didn't they never tell their parents?" But I know why I know why they made made a Wolfgang so big is because when you're a kid, you see like someone in the next grade level and you think, damn, those kids are huge. Yeah, I remember the older kids used to pick on me and my then girlfriend at the time I was in first grade. <laughs> first um, grade one, girlfriend. One of, yeah, yeah, I got damn, I, I got some, I got some poo tang back in the day. <laughs> But, uh, no, vulgar jokes aside, one of the, um, we were playing, um, this game called detectives together. And one of the older kids was like, Oh my God, what are you guys? You guys should kiss. Uh, and <laughs> no, this is really funny because we, we decided to like make, we decided to like bring it into the game. Like we pretended he was like a bad guy or something. And, um, the then girlfriend looked at me dead in the eye and said, do it, Nolan. It's the key to this mystery. You piece of shit. <laughs> and, like, yeah. and then she, and then she just, we fucking planted one on each other. Oh. And the older kid screamed, and he was like, "Oh my god, I'm telling." Oh, fuck. <laughs> we got fucking wrecked. Damn, son. <laughs> oh, oh. oh. I was that oh, big of a That, that reminds me, I think it was me who did this, but like, I remember going around elementary school saying, hey, these two were kissed each other, I saw it. And like, eventually everyone found out, and that girl went to me and said, great, now I have to get married to him. <laughs> <laughs> we did the darndest things when we were kids. I don't even remember my childhood. I miss those times. I can go on with Hey Arnold because I really loved Hey Arnold. What? Let's okay. Before we move on, though, let's talk about the movie. Yeah, there was gonna be okay. What, the actual movie or the Jungle movie that never happened? Okay, can I just Google that talk now? About both. Let's talk about the real movie first, since that's actually you know kind of okay, relevant. Okay, it was just like a typical like uh, hey, we gotta save the rec center. Well, we gotta save our boarding house, or they'll t- tear it down. Typical cliche. Yeah, we gotta save the neighborhood. And like it was basically similar to the recess movie. Yeah, it, it, yeah, and it was like the government was involved in shit, and like Helga confessed her love to Arnold. Yeah, whatever. That seemed like typical for a movie. Oh yeah, there was gonna be a movie where uh where uh, Arnold finds his tries to go find his parents because apparently his parents were like uh Indiana Jones and they're they're, they're out missing in the woods and he, that's what he needs to find but uh. That never happened. But, oh, yeah, there was also going to be a spinoff series with Helga, I think, in high school. But they turned it down because I think MTV felt it was too similar to uh, 
Daria. Daria. And MTV's owned by Nickelodeon also. So. I could see that. Yeah. <sighs> Nickelodeon sucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. but the guy Fuck who made... I, I damn, what was this? Craig Barclay. I can't remember anyone's names today. The creator, he did make a pilot for a Cartoon Network called Party Wagon. It was like something about the Oregon Trail and they played it once and never again. Well, it was about history, so kids don't care about history, and I think that's why it failed. Yeah. They don't care about history unless it has giant robots in it. Hell yeah. Oh, let's. Fuck education. Let's, uh, let's talk about But Ugly Martians. I don't know shit about that. Fuck off. So cool and crazy and wild and upside down. I'm bored and that's not fun. I want to get away, but I'm too tired to run. I'm going to find a place where there are no rules. And the world is wild. I have the tools to make things happen. And the reaction will explode. Oh, I remember there was a way, there was a sideways stories at Wayside School adaption. Whatever that is. Oh, Wayside, you mean? Yeah, Wayside. That um book about where they now accidentally the did has like. To, now the school uh, has to deal with that because now the school is thirty stories, stories wide high or whatever, and two rooms wide, and like our fucking underfunded public schools have to deal with this shit. Like, I'm not going to a school where I have to walk up thirty stories just to get to goddamn algebra. In the cartoon, it's even worse because like they don't have stairs; they have like ladders and like monkey bars and fucking all of this shit. God, it's like the, for the physically abled only. Good co- or people who can actually get off their ass. No, I'm not. It's like it's like the fucking Hunger Jeez. Games. <laughs> no, I'm not going to this school. I mean, I, who, no one can climb those rope things in school. I don't think people even do that anymore. That's like, do, okay, have you guys ever had to climb a rope in gym? Never, and I was so afraid I'd have to when I was younger. Because no, I was, because I was and still am a fat fuck. I never, I've seen that all the time in a cartoon where you got to climb up the rope and ring a bell. And that never happened in any, I never seen that in school ever. Yeah, I don't know. I think that was just they... like a trope they came up with. <laughs> yes, like one person made it up and and all these other writers think, well, this is what kids do in schools nowadays, I guess. I want to be hip, but I have no money. I never watched Wayside. That was... What about a story told by a ginger? As told by ginger. More like it looks ass told by ginger. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube videos. Yeah, I always regret not putting a... Uh-oh, my pen's stuck in the bottle. Okay, I regret not putting As Told by Ginger in the uh, top 10 ugliest cartoons, because that show looked like shit. I remember this one scene where this, like, teacher died, Whoa. and one of Ginger's brothers, like, starts crying, and his face looks so fucking ugly, I was like, I'm afraid. Yeah, this show was hideous. Well, was, it, was it also by Klasky Supo? I think, yeah, it was, I think. It certainly has that hideous style. Klasky, Klasky Supo needs to be, like destroyed it needs well, to be new. they're not doing anything anymore they're gone i think they haven't done anything recently good coming soon rub rats adulthood being adult fucking sucks yeah the main issue with Klatsy supo is that they basically had one distinctive style and uh it just and that was fucking hideous well that and it looks aged like if someone were, if you were to look at something by Klatsy supo you can see yeah that's from early 2000 so 
networks don't want that anymore. They want to keep having new designs for stuff, not just rehash the same old. They also they want it to look cool. They look at Nickelodeon. Yeah, for white. So right now, everyone's trying to do the thin outline Adventure Time style, which is annoying as shit because Adventure Time's art style wasn't that great to begin with. Well, it kind of had some good stylization. It. Yeah, some. Not all of it. Not really. It was pretty. It looked better than a lot of other stuff. Well, I'll get. I'll, okay, I'll get. I'll give you that. It looks pretty cool in HD. It has some nice backgrounds. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. I just. I just think it gets too much. You know, praise. You know me. <laughs> I could. Well, it kind of. It, it seems so strange. Back in like 2011, and so, like, it seemed like everyone was talking about Adventure Time, and on Tumblr, everyone was imitating the art style, and now it kind of just faded out. It's not as big. Yeah. Well, it's overdone. I mean, Adventure Time's already, like, the... Has the most episodes of any TV show on Cartoon Network. Yeah, those workers are overworked as fuck. It's it's overdone, like, the turkey that your Alzheimer grandma has on Thanksgiving Day. Adventure Time lasted been on TV for half the time uh, Ed, Ed, and Eddie has, but it has more episodes, so... I'm kind of worried about how fast they're r- rushing these episodes out now. Was it um were, was that a netty half episodes or was it full? Well, back then it was full, but after Adventure Time came out, everyone was they started doing uh, the ten minute episode a week thing. So, okay, yeah, and Adventure Time is approaching its two hundredth, so it'll have a hundred episodes soon. Mm. And half the time, it took Ed and Eddie to get that yeah, much. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Those Adventure Time workers are overworked as fuck. I mean, they already had their 100 episode years ago. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that was half segments. So, yeah, this this 200th will be like their, like, 100th half hours. I can't wait for nothing to really happen in that episode. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still going to probably buy the Adventure Time art book because I'm a fucking idiot, but whatever. Oh, yeah, you know uh, Pendleton Ward is, you know Pendleton Ward's no longer, like, head runner of that show. It doesn't really work as much on the show anymore. Really? What? Well, he works on. He came out and said he that he works on the show as like a supervisor, not not so much a, not so much directly on the storyboard and stuff. So what what's he doing now? Just like a supervisor, you know, saying, "Hey, this is a cool idea for a story. Make that happen," you know, and supervises the script. Like this sounds like Adventure Time. So basically, he's just kind of there. Well, he's a supervisor, so no, he he's like, "Hey, look, this, no. this uh, yeah, so, definitely." Talking so about basically, yeah, he's just there for credit. No. Yes. I don't know. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes. <sighs> Not like anyone tells me these things secretly behind doors. You basically just said it. Know. Well, well, I said he supervises. He's not. Oh, God. Bottle stuck. Yeah. And by supervisor, that basically just means that if the people are having trouble, they just call him and he's like, he's sure. Well, that, I, I got to reread that Rolling Stone article. It's something along those lines. But I, he's I'm sure he's still involved with the show, you know. Hey, let's talk about Invader Zim! Uh, I don't have that many memories with Invader Zim, but except some of them are recent. The good old days of Hot Topic when you can walk into Hot Topic and you can see all this Gur merchandise. And then you can that's like your that's shit. like your most popular post on Tumblr. Yeah, I, I, the, I posted um, like on Tumblr saying, I, "Today I walked into a Hot Topic, and there's not a there was not a single Gur or Invader Zim bit of merchandise there. Is it over? Do goth girls no longer love Invader Zim? And that got a bunch of ass notes, like fifty thousand. Yeah, Pan's more popular it, than us. I, I, I'm really sad. Like, 
is that it? Is I haven't seen any Hot Topic merch of Invader Zim in forever, and it's like, is this over? The 2000s are gone? Do we win? Do we win? Do we finally no, win? No, goth era is this, no, this... Holy shit. I gotta relive my, guys, my elementary school days. Come on. Huh. Do you realize in three months, we'll be, we'll be halfway done with the, de- um, tens? Huh? We'll be halfway done with the 2010s in next year. Well, we're... It's 2014. We're, I know. I know. In three months, we're going to be like halfway done. I guess. Oh, yeah. That's, that's fucked up. Oh, no. Oh, God. Adventure Time. Prim- I hope the sun don't turn. I hope the sun becomes supernova. Life was so different in 2010 when Adventure Time premiered, you know? Yeah. And now look where we are. Dropping subplots like aborted fetuses. You guys... Do you guys remember Adventure Time? Man, they don't make cartoons like that anymore. Yeah, I'm looking at the walls and everything's all vibrating right now. Well, thing, it's just vibrating when I'm looking at something. Or am I shaking? Oh I God. don't know. Okay, so, yeah. Uh, like, I, I, miss, I miss the culture of Invader Zim when, it was, when all the middle schoolers were into it. And I could go on... Because uh, a few weeks ago, I went on Angel Fire... Which is like web hosting, like angelfire.something.com, where you can make your own free website, except the website is utter garbage. <laughs> and there's, oh, yeah, I, looked I, up, I looked up all these Invader Zim websites, and they were all so terrible. Like, which Invader Zim character are you? And sign my guestbook. I'm, I'm Gare Waffles X. Apparently, I'm Gaz, which Gaz is the most underappreciated character. She's this little angry girl who... I can't believe Invader Zim started the waffles trend. Yeah, classic. Do you think Joan and Vasquez is proud? No, Let's get an interview with him and no, ask. Joan and Vasquez lo- loved Invader Zim. The problem is uh, he just hates Nickelodeon, how Nickelodeon treated them. I mean, no one wants to work at Nickelodeon because Ed, Ed and Eddie was going to be on Nickelodeon, but they said it was too much creative control. Same with Adventure Time. I thought it. I thought Adventure Time's case was that Nickelodeon wasn't interested in it. I don't know. I keep hearing two stories. So, so the two stories are Nickelodeon wasn't interested, and the other is they didn't want like to get controlled. I think maybe it was. I think it's a mix of the two. Like Nickelodeon didn't want it unless they changed some things around. That that probably is like SpongeBob, probably. Yeah, I mean, Invader Zim. It didn't do as well as they wanted it to, and uh, that show was expensive because you can still see like some CGI graphics that were in the show that still really hold up very well compared to a lot of other CGI images back then. Goth, the Sphinx, and Abercatastrophe. Yeah. But yeah, all these goth girls, like, goth girls today don't know, don't appreciate the Invader Zim like we in- appreciated. Now they're into, uh, fucking... God, you're just sounding like a fucking They're, they're into all this new age crap, like Supernatural and Hunger Games and Adventure Time. Yeah, what about Invader Zim? Invader Zim was sexy. Go back to the good days of Hot Topic. Classic you sound like a fucking 90s kid. <laughs> I'm very particular about... Oh, how the mighty have... I'm very particular... Oh, how the mighty have fallen. About my mix of goth girls and nostalgia for my elementary school days where goth was cool. This is this is your hero, ladies and gentlemen. I, this is the pizza fucker himself. I love himself. Tim Burton. He's a fucking hypocrite. Let's talk about Tim Burton. I love his movies. I, I used to watch Nightmare Before Christmas so many times. Oh my god, that shitty movie? How dare you? Oh, if you want to see a <laughs> shitty movie, you should see Monkey Bone. That's by uh, the director of Nightmare Before Christmas. 
Not Tim Burton. Henry Selleck. Yeah, Henry Selleck, the guy who did Coraline. And that movie was shit. It was like Cool World meets Roger Rabbit meets shit, and it was shit. Also, it like, was like shit, or whatever. shit, and that was shit. Complete shit. It was like literal shit mixed with shit mixed with a little piss, which is shit. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about Rugrats, and then we'll move oh, on yeah. to uh, Rugrats. We're the Rugrats. Rugrats. We're the Rugrats. Uh oh, my hand's stuck in the bottle. Oh god. Oh, okay. Okay, good. I made it out. What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Okay, I, I, I just have some empty, empty glass bottles here, and I keep putting my fingers inside them, but they get, like, suction cupped in. Pan's drinking beer. Oh, my God. Why are you sounding so weird in this whole episode? No. Rugrats. Oh, I remember having the PC game where you played like Tommy as a detective. Oh, I had that too. And like, yeah. it was just a bunch of weird mini games and like interrogation mini games. So it was basically LA Noir before LA Noir happened. <laughs> I can't believe Rocksteady ripped off Rugrats. I mean, who can blame them? I mean, that game was, mm, that was the game for our generation. <laughs> no, I, I can just picture like Nickelodeon really seemed like Rugrats Game of the Year edition, <laughs> and it has like it has like the DLC pack included. Game of the Year would, edition, we where they put in Kimmy. One. I don't, I don't remember too much except that um, Tommy's parents were practically the worst parents on the planet. Yeah, Oops. I mean, without being abusive. Well, I mean, they just didn't know what was going on, and they keep forgetting that, oh, yeah, we had a kid. Where the fuck is he? And he keeps getting kidnapped or put into a conveyor belt that could nearly kill him. Like, I remember when they went to the post. I remember Tommy snuck into, like, a postman's uh, bag of mail, and then he ended up in the post office, and he got put on a conveyor belt. And, like, there's all these, like, x-ray scanners and robot hands, which they, they x-ray scanned them, so he's gonna... He has, le- he has he has leukemia. My Rugrats theory is confirmed. I mean, at, at the very... At, there's a conveyor belt that leads to, like, a big empty hole where, where they just dump all the trash mail. And at the very bottom of the hole, there was, like, a skeleton. <laughs> so, Tommy... Yeah, there was a, if you go back to that episode where, with the mailbox... <laughs> with the post office, there was a skeleton at the bottom of a hole, and Timmy almost fell. Tommy almost fell down it, <laughs> until like some uh, robot hand saved him or something, and his parents never knew. Also, he got kidnapped from his front lawn. He did. I think so. Oh yeah, that happened. Like, and they were, and the criminals were like, you know what? Fuck it, we don't want this kid anymore. And they just get, deliver him back. Yeah. Why? Why did they kidnap him? Money. Money, maybe. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know what I don't know why you kidnap a baby of all things. Okay, wait, you know what's, what always bothered what me about Rugrats is I always kind of sort of want Angelica to win. What? Damn. Yeah. Well, I, I remember watching and watching the ch- well at the time when I was a little kid. Angelica was a gigantic cunt. What the? Fuck? I know, but sometimes I was like. How come the bad guy always loses in cartoons? How come it... Because they're the bad guy, you idiot. I never wanted the bad guy to win. I think that was because I watched Dragon Ball Z and, like, the bad guy was, like, such huge assholes that just kicked everyone's ass. And I'm like, fuck this guy so hard. I was having these deep philosophical thoughts at age five thinking, like, how, do, how come the bad guy never wins? 
And I just wanted for once, like, oh yeah, Angelica's gonna win this time. Angelica's gonna win. And she didn't. But I remember to keep watching reruns of the same episode as a child. And for some reason, I thought, maybe it's gonna be a different episode ending where she does win in this one. <laughs> like, I was hoping in my head there's like an alternate special edition cut to the series where she does win. <laughs> Where Angelica accidentally kills the babies. Uh-oh. And she's just like, what the fuck did I do? I I just can't stand Angelica, so... It's like quiet, like, oh my god. Angelica needs to I die. I can't believe I fucking killed... Oh. Angelica needs to be crucified on the fucking cross. Yeah. <laughs> she's three. <laughs> I thought she was five. Hey... Fuckers, have you seen any good cartoons? Like Rugrats, I mean Rugrats all grown up. Hey, how about a Doug? I remember when Doug was bought out by Disney and they have the live show. And basically, it was like Doug, um, um, Doug's friend Skeeter wins these tickets to um, the fuck a fucking concert, and like he wants to go share it with Doug, but Doug wants to go see it with Patty May of fucking Mays, and then Skeeter's like, "Well, I can just give them to you and Patty." And I was like, "Skeeter, no, don't do that." And then Doug accepts it, and I'm like, "What the fuck, Doug? What the fuck? You fucking dick!" Yeah, was that the Disney? Was that like a Disneyland? Because I remember that. It was at Disneyland. It's on YouTube. I just remember at the very end, like, Doug says, wow, that's why they call it a theme park. And even then, I was just like, fuck you, Doug. And someone just runs up in front of him and just punch him in the fucking face. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Like, that would be, fucking, be a fucking great way to end the show. This <laughs> kid just runs up and punches him right in the fucking face. Like, oh, give me those tickets, back, fucker. <laughs> of all the things... I think it was. I think it was free. Yeah, I'm not sure. It was because, Disneyland. As because, long as you wait in line, it, it's always free. Yeah, because like fuck, if you're if you're making me fucking pay a thousand dollars just to get into your goddamn theme park, then you're better let me see the fucking live Doug show, you bitch. I mean, of all the things Disney were to buy out, why would they want to buy Doug? Like the most boringest show ever. I love Doug, by the way. Um, family values. Okay, I remember the ending to the other series, to the Nickelodeon series. It ended them. It was them graduating, and they say, see you at junior high. And then when D- Disney bought up Doug, it takes place in junior high, and they had slightly different models. Um, For continuity? I know, but it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm glad they kept the continuity up. That's pretty cool that they did that. Well, I mean, it's not like they switched t- staff or anything. You know what would be so amazing if, like, Disney bought SpongeBob instead of Doug? I can't find any episodes of Doug online, the Disney version. I don't think Disney wants to remember that show. Um, I remember, like, being really excited to see Doug's first movie, and, like, I had dreams about it. Like, I dreamed I woke Boy. up, and it was, like, at my bed, and it was on my bed, and I was like, oh, Doug, the first movie! <laughs> oh, yeah! I was like, holy the shit! The first and only movie. The first, last movie. Yeah, I mean, like, Pokemon called themselves Pokemon the first movie, but Doug, the first movie, yeah. Good luck with the second one. You know, Doug, the second movie is where he's overcoming his drug addiction. 
It's like, oh man. He's addicted to cheeseburgers, probably. I got dug. And Ske- and Skeeter's like, you gotta get off the Skeeter, man. I'm Skeet Skeet. Patty mayonnaise left me long ago. I've put that boat behind me. Oh man. I'm 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 friends with Mary Jane now. <laughs> remember uh, remember the Nickelodeon's Doug Christmas special where Pork Chop was gonna get put down. Oh, what? Yeah. Okay, so let's move on to all grown up. I think this was the yeah, this was the Christmas episode where uh I need to hear this Ken. Hold okay, on. So all the kids were ice skating and uh the, the stupid rich girl cuz every show at the time always had to have a stupid rich girl like Arthur uh Hey Arnold always had one rich girl. And anyway, so so she was skating near some thin ice, but Porkchop, the dog, Doug's dog, Doug's dog, was trying to warn her, and she wasn't paying attention, and eventually Porkchop just had, grabbed her by the ankle and started dragging her away from the thick ice, and everyone thought Porkchop was attacking her, so they, they put the, they put, they put Porkchop in like a, in one of those animal shelters, and like they said they were gonna put him down. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> this is a Christmas special? <laughs> yep. Do, 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 do. Your dog's gonna fucking die. Do, do, do. Like, the first dose, dose of lethal injection doesn't work and he's convulsing in pain. Do, and then they're like, shit, shit. Dear journal. And then, no, and then, no, and then Santa comes along and he's like, leave this to me. And then he gets a giant fucking needle and he just sticks it in his neck. And then Porkchop finally fucking dies. Dude. And then Doug starts crying, and Santa goes, Merry Christmas. No, Doug starts crying, and Santa's like, don't be a little bitch. (laughs) Don't be a little bitch. It's fucking Christmas. Have you been to Ethiopia? (laughs) 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 It just ends with the theme song. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, it's not even Porkchop anymore, this little new dog. (laughs) Oh, so it's like Family Guy. They just had a new dog. (laughs) Yeah. It's pork chop too. Dear like journal, the Simpsons, just to even it they out. They killed my dog, but it's okay. I got a new dog. His name is Alf. Hey everybody, it's me, Alf. <laughs> got some cats I around think here. Yeah, and then the and then the second Christmas special is Alf gets cancer. <laughs> when will Doug life turn around? <laughs> Doug has the saddest <laughs> life ever. Why, Doug? <laughs> Uh, I just don't know what went wrong. What a what a great show. Then Doug becomes a brony. <laughs> Patty Mayonnaise rejects his lifestyle. Doug was the original Teen Titans because they got the they got the main white guy, the love interest who's orange, and they had a green guy. Plus, he, tur- he was a superhero. Oh, yeah. Quail, man. The lamest superhero of all time. No, the lamest superhero of all time would probably... Oh, God. My hand stuck at the thumb. Oh, God. Stop doing that. Oh, God. I'll, I'll be back. Uh, okay. They say his hand got stuck in a... I, I'm pretty sure he's drunk. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm going to get a drink while this is happening. Hold on. <laughs> okay, I'm back. Don't love to get a drink. Ooh. And a train playing Ooh, in the background. Cray cray. Are you fucking drunk, dude? <laughs> no. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm back. Oh well, back to hell. Um, Keep that part yeah. in. <laughs> My hand got stuck in the bottle cap again. I, I'm putting that stuff away. This, you better keep all that stuff yeah. in. Yeah. 
and keep my jerking off story in too. That's important. Yeah. Okay, so we were talking about how Quail Man is a dumb superhero. He also had Max Adams, oh, I think. Maxwell, wait, Max Adams, I think. Maxwell Adams. Oh my god. They both worked on this show, I think. No, maybe. Remember when Seth, this is kind of weird too, but rem- I mean off topic, but remember when Seth MacFarlane worked on Johnny Bravo and all of his episodes were about like Johnny dating animals? Well, oh yeah. Oh. Seth MacFarlane is a fucking furry. Yeah. As if he couldn't get any fucking worse. Seth MacFarlane needs to fry. I mean, I myself am a furry, but all the same. Mac- <laughs> but at least he's honest about yeah, it. Seth yes. MacFarlane's true to himself. He's mean and hosted the Oscars, I think. That was the worst Oscars host since James Franco. Ouch. <laughs> I think James Franco was the worst since James Franco. I can't believe Franco. James Franco is Seth MacFarlane. Hey, does anyone... Hey, remember my life as a teenage robot? Yeah, that show you want to jack off to? No, I do not want to jack off to XJ9. I do want... I do love that uh, Brit and Tiff the Bully Girls. They are fine. They're 14. No, they are not. It's art. art yes, they are. Art is open for interpretation. It's junior high, you uh, idiot. Uh, oh, 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 so everyone can jerk Soldier. off to XJ9, but I can't with Brit and Tiff, the most fashionable of the group. Well, they can jerk off to it. They they admit that they're lollycons. You're you're trying to deny it. You're a lollycon. You're a lollycon. Lolly, no, no, yeah, no. You are. You no. are. I'm, I'm sure they were in high school, and everyone knows you're. You can be 18 in high school. So junior high. Is open. Junior no. high. I'm gonna go back there. I'm gonna watch. <laughs> said it was junior high in the. No, show. I gotta rewatch the show. It, I'm sure it was high school. Hey, everyone, pans a lolly. No. Man, how does it feel to be the thing that you hate? This can't be the way it ends. Yes. How could this happen to me? I refuse to accept this. I played by my chance. Got nowhere to but run. Yeah, like a, life my life as a teenage robot. That was... I mean, it, it, it was very 50s inspired looking. It looked very nice. I mean, it had some really great coloring because... Depending on the time of day during the episode or where they are at, the coloring would always change. And, like, Jenny, the, the main character, would always either become, like, green or bluish or red. And um, I remember the movie. Oh, yeah, Return to Cluster Prime, which you can buy a DVD of that on eBay for, like, $2,000 because there's only one DVD and it's from Russia, I think. Oh, my God. I mean, the rest of the series is on on DVD, but except for the movie. Is it readily available online? Uh, not a, like a crappy YouTube rip. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, the show was about a, just this teenage robot who, who uh, was trying to assimilate into human society and she had human friends and she didn't know how things work and she was an idiot. Yeah, she was amazing. Was there a story arc? Not really. Because I'm pretty sure... But there were... What about Cluster Prime, though? There were some reoccurring characters who had some beef going on with them. 
Oh, yes. What a stylish show. I, I, it bothers me. Like, whenever I try to look up that show, I just get nothing but smut of XJ9. Good. It's too much. Yeah. Um, Fucking lollier. Oh, no. like, why her? Why not Brit and Tiff? They got seer- They got the best fashion ever. I like me Brit and her tips. Uh-oh, hot dog. Anyway, let's pull it back to the Rugrats, because they had a spinoff Wait, series. hold on. I feel it bears mentioning that somebody at Gynax wanted to reboot the series. We don't know if that's true or not. Like, I talked to someone at Frederator, they're like, we don't know. Well, it's not like Frederator pays attention. I don't know. Fine. When I, if I go up to New York and I find Fred Siebert, I'm going to ask him, like, hey, did that really happen? And he's going to say, the fuck you talking about, boy? What the hell is an XJ9? What the fuck? I don't remember that crappy show. Hey, you, hey, you wanna... What, what? I don't remember anything that... You wanna buy a Bravest Warriors t-shirt? We got some Catbug in here. You, you kids like Catbug? You know, you're you're so gonna get fired. Uh, you kids love Catbug. All kids love Catbug today. Catbug is fun. And I, I feel the need to remind you, you work for Frederator. Red Seabird, please. I don't want any Catbug. It's okay, kid. Please stop giving me all these cat bugs picks. You can have the official cat bug hypodermic needle ready for your flu season. What? No. Cat bug, cat bug dildos, cat bug flashlights, cat bug condoms. Cat bug, cat bug. Alone in the world with a little cat. Oh shit! We forgot to talk about cat dog. We forgot to talk about fucking all grown up. We should have talked about that right after romance. Holy fuck! I quit. Yeah, bye. One fine day with a wolf and a purr, a baby was born and it caused a little stir. No blue bullet, no three-eyed frog, just a feline canine little cat dog. Cat dog, cat dog, alone in the world with a little cat dog. Oh yeah, a cat dog, cat fucking dog. It's a cat and it's a dog. They're attached together. They're cat dog. Remember that show? I I remember first I remember first seeing it in the Rugrats movie. Like it, the Rugrats movie had an intro. This was okay back in the '90s. For some reason, they always like um like to um promote some other show um like that the company owned. They always put like a five minute short in front of like their movies and shit. Like uh, like. Um, Digimon did it with Angela and a fucking Conda <laughs> for minutes. Um, Dexter's la- um, Powerpuff Girls did that with Dexter's Lab, and then Rugrats movie did that with oh, Cat wait, Dog. Wait, I remember the wasn't the uh, Powerpuff Girls short with Dexter's Lab at the beginning. Wasn't that the Chicken Pox episode? Yep, that was it. Oh yeah, that looked even fucking worse in the later seasons of Dexter's Lab. That was disgusting. Wasn't it directed by the same people? I think so, but I mean from the first series. I think so, but it had a completely different art style and and it, and it was Dexter scratching at his uh, chicken pox and that was gruesome. Yeah, probably reason why people didn't want to fucking go see the movie. Yeah, yeah. But oh yeah, so Catbug, yeah. I, rem- I remember watching the Rugrats movie which I begged my parents like, "Please take me to see it. I'll suck your dick. Come on." Wait. You wanted to suck your parents' dog. dick? No, that's not what happened. Oh my god. Pants into incest. Oh no. Jeez, I'm losing so much respect for him. Oh man. Oh, no. First a lollycon, now an incestor. Lollycon. Anyways. That is creepy and pedophilia. So, I'm writing a report so, on you. So anyway, they they played the, the, the short on on the movie and I remember the short being looking a hundred times better than the actual series because they actually had shading on the characters. Which always which I remember watching the Rugrats movie and thinking why is there shading everywhere? Why does everything look so dark and brown? 
Oh yeah, the colors were. I, I hate sounding like I hate critiquing shit because it makes me sound really pretentious and dumb. But yeah, the colors in the movie did not look right. Yeah, it looked really murky and like. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it was because they're projecting it on a big screen and they couldn't have too bright of colors. But when you watch it on DVD and stuff, it it, it looks like there's a storm going on, like it's stormy weather throughout the entire episode, the entire movie. Yeah, they couldn't, they couldn't. Do movies color correct for DVDs? Uh, I don't know. I mean, like, color correction is hard. I don't, I don't understand it at all. But hey, cat dog. So yeah, what sucks is that cat dog are just trying to be accepted. Like everywhere they go, everyone fucking hated them. And rent that asshole rabbit, rented rabbit. Occasionally, he would have a business, and it would have. Cats only, no dogs, or dogs only, no cats. Like, they're just trying to get in, and then they they fit in between. It's like the life of a non-binary, transgendered person. It's like, wow, this... Yeah, that's the point of the show. This show's, damn, this show's very tragic now that I look back on it. This this show is... This show represents me. This show... Damn. I, this show understands me. Dogs, I mean... Yeah. I'd say it's more... I'd say it's worse than that, because they're just trying to fucking live, too. Jesus. Like... Day to day life is fucking horrid. This show's fucking. Yeah, this show was. You know, they cat dog did not promote uh, crossbreeding. Dang. Oh well, they did. Well, there was the TV movie where they found out who their parents were. Who were was their parents? Was that like a Sasquatch or something? Well, if you watch, if you listen to the intro, it, it went one fine day with a wolf and a purr. A baby was born and it caused a little stir. No blue bug. No three eyed frog. And at the end, at the TV movie, it was revealed that Cat Dog's parents were a three-eyed frog in this blue, th- this blue thing. It was like a I don't know what it was, but it was blue, like a Sasquatch yeah, let me, thing. Let me Google Cat Dog's parents. Why can not this be a cat and a dog? Oh yeah, Cat Dog's pa- oh, it is like a Sasquatch thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. And that was the the. And the frog has like a nose that would make Freud proud. Yeah, that really that really changed the world. Did, but did the lyrics say it was not a three-eyed bird? Well, who's gonna believe the lyrics? What the fuck? So how did Cat end? Do they live happily ever after? I guess so. Everyone's gonna be accepted. Yeah, cat life of cat dogs tragic. What other show did we miss out on? Oh, uh All Grown Up. All Grown Up. Four, three, two, one. How do you really want to talk about that movie? Okay, so all growing up, they, it was it started out as a TV movie, but there was a behind-the-scenes preview back when it premiered, and they were saying, and we're, we didn't know it was going to get this far, and we're going to have the Rugrats as teenagers. Like, maybe they'll be adults or senior citizens next. Oh Nope. That's as tragic as my ex-wife, who's dead. I mean, this was just taking them, taking the same characters, like almost the same personalities, and now they're in middle school. Yeah, and they treated them like they were like fucking high schoolers and shit. Because I remember seeing a gift set on YouTube where it was like, uh, 
um, Tommy was dealing with a breakup and he was like, I got my ice cream. I got my junk food. <laughs> and he was, and it was like, bro, chill. Yeah. That was like the Degrassi for little kids. Like they were trying to appeal to the kids who grew up from watching Rugrats, like kids who say, uh, uh, Rugrats is too juvenile for me. I need something with my adult tastes. Rugrats all grown up. And they're like five. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone seemed to hate that spinoff. I thought it was a good, it was good. I mean, it was its own thing. It wasn't Rugrats, definitely, but it was still had the same character personalities. Yeah, I think if Tommy was more a grown up, per se, he would be like into trying to make movies and stuff. Yeah, he was a filmmaker. That's what he was trying to yeah. do. Yeah, that was oh, you know what, what? What really? What I felt really bad about is the one episode where Susie, their na- the neighbor girl, like she was she was singing in a coffee place, and uh, like apparently a talent agent came up to her and said, "I really love your singing, and you should come over to this time and practice." And she does that, and eventually the lady says, "Okay, if we, if we want to continue your career, you're attempting to make your singing career a thing." You had to pay me a hundred dollars, and we had, we had to meet here. And she does that, and then she, it's in an abandoned building. <laughs> and then she talks to some guy who's who runs the store next to that building, and he says, "Oh yeah, it, it's some scam artist. I'm sorry. Want me to call your parents?" And that was like, "Fuck! How oh. much?" Damn, bitch. Was there some kind of ASOP at the end other than don't get conned? I don't know. But that was, that was like tragic. It's like, ow. Why? That hurts. That hurts. <laughs> she's, just, she's trying to follow her dreams. It was all for the music and just leave Brittany alone. It was all for the music and it just. It's this. Well, Pan, sometimes you gotta face the facts that all dreams don't come true. Yeah. It's just, that's how it ends. Susie never became a, never became a, a professional singer. Yeah, she became a crack addict. <laughs> oh, no. Classic Susie. Yeah, that was the weird episode where they just went, where she became a crack addict. Classic. Yeah. Wasn't, was wasn't there also an episode where, like, they, um,. Tommy had like an ex-girlfriend or something and like it was like the ASOP was like um there's nothing wrong with like having a girl help you or whatever I don't know I don't know what's an ASOP ASOP like a lesson A-S-O A-E-S-O-P A-E-S I don't know what does that stand for it doesn't stand for anything that's the word ASOP I've never heard of that is that a soap I've never heard of those things you made up Hey, Avatar! Last airbender. Water. Earth. Fire. Air. Long ago, the four nations lived together in harmony. Then, everything changed when the Fire Nation attacked. Only the Avatar, master of all four elements, could stop them. But when the world needed him most, he vanished. A hundred years passed and my brother and I discovered the new Avatar, an airbender named Aang. And although his airbending skills are great, he has a lot to learn before he's ready to save anyone. But I believe 
Aang can save the world. Oh yeah, Avatar's a thing. I remember. That's a show. I remember for the longest time wondering, like, how come Cartoon Network has all these action shows, but Nickelodeon has none, nor do they have any anime. And now Nickelodeon have more action shows than Cartoon Network. One Ninja Turtles, <laughs> yeah, and one. that's it. There's no. Yeah, I know. And Co- more and Korra. Cartoon Korra. Network. Korra doesn't air on TV anymore. It doesn't count. Uh, I don't. Why are they pushing it out the door so fast? All of a sudden. I don't know. Action thought, cartoons are dead. Uh, for now, they'll come one, back. One action show someday. Or maybe action shows involved into action comedies. Who knows? Yeah, action cartoons are dead. So yeah, this was like this was like the first action, I guess the action show, and the first anime on Nickelodeon, if you consider it an, uh, an anime. This is like Nickelodeon's uh, Teen Titans. The only time Nickelodeon had an anime was a few episodes of Korra, where it was animated by Studio Piero. Yeah, well, they also had imitation anime. They had Martin Mystery. I only con- I only consider it an anime if it was animated in Japan. Yeah. That's my, that's my thing. What are you, racist? No, it's anime is literally Japanese animation. What are Not you? Mystery. Communist? Totally spies. That's a Cartoon so, Network show. For... That's so totally spies. You can't tell what you're a Cartoon fan. Oh, oh God. I just pictured us doing a Cartoon Network retrospective, and we're going to be there for hours. Uh-oh. <laughs> That'll be our last podcast. If the series ever ends, we'll just talk about Cartoon Network cartoons in there. There you go. Oh, my God. Anyway. Um, back to what, what were we talking about? Uh, Avatar, wasn't that the tits, McGee? That was really good. I was kind of annoyed when they left it on a cliffhanger and they had to wait like a year. I, you know, I, I loved that show when it was, okay, I love that show when it was on, but I barely remember it, nor, I have not watched it in forever, but, yeah. I, I remember You know what I liked? What? You know who I liked Sorry. is, uh, oh, crap, what was the guy played? June. Who's who that character played by, uh, Aku? Mako. Um, Uncle Iroh? Yeah, Uncle Iroh. Because you, you know what I loved about him? What? Okay, so, like, in the mo- the show is supposed to portrays the uh, Fire Nation as a bunch of evil assholes, you know? Like, they're the, they're the bad guys. But Uncle Iroh was pretty mellow and cool, and, I was, and it, that confused me. It's like, wait a minute. He's pretty nice. So does that mean not all firebenders are bad? Yeah. A racist. It's like, damn. That was some... That was some progressive shit right there. No, or not. I don't know. Racist? Yeah, Uncle Iroh's cool. Oh, yeah. I, I love <laughs> the voice actor for Zuko. It bothered me that he's in Korra. And the character, he he, he plays like his grandfather of Iroh, of, of uh, Zuko. No, he he plays Zuko's grandson, Iro. Iro, his grandson, Iro. He has the same voice as Zuko, and it just feels so out of place. Rest in fucking pieces, Dante Bosco. Hey, the movie. I remember when that movie came. I, I remember being so thinking that movie it's was se- was going to be good. Oh, my God. I had my friend over and I was like, dude, I'm so excited. Me and my whole family watched it because we thought it was going to be awesome. It wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> it was not a good movie. I mean, like it, from the trailers, it looked like Avatar. It has the visuals and had a hum- it looked like it had a huge budget because it showed Aang like airbending and in a temple and they zoom out and it shows all these it had 250 million dollars it had, a, it, had all, it showed the entire all the entire 
fire army and their ship and all, all those ships kind of reminded me of the preview trailer for Troy. Cause like I remember in, in a field trip watching, I don't know what movie, but they were showing a preview for the movie Troy. And like when, in the preview, they just show all these ships upon ships upon ships. And all the, the kids in my class were going like, Ooh, bunch of, Sterling was a bunch of ship. Eh? Eh? Oh my god. Waka waka. Waka Time to move on to Ren and Stimpy. Oh, hey, hey, John K. Hey. Hey, John K. How's it going, buddy? Look up the <laughs> teaser to Troy. So, anyway, <laughs> that's the one. Uh, man, we're going to be here all day. God, God, we already recorded an hour and 40 minutes. Maybe we should do like a, a part two to Nickelodeon. Yeah, let's we'll cut. We'll talk about Ren and Stippy the others next time. Yeah, For now, let's move on Pete to and, oh, Pete and sorry. Pete. Hopefully, I remember Pete and Pete. Everything else, but for now, this is the end of the Midnight Society. No, what? no I call this meeting of the Midnight Society closed. I thought that was canceled because you you couldn't find enough Asian people. No, I'm talking about Are You Afraid of the Dark? That was a Nick show, but we'll talk about that some other time. Go to your room. Question Let's... time. Whenever we get mail, it makes me want to wail. It's question time. Crap, we got to talk. We'll talk about Nick Jr. some other time also. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> hang on. I'm hang on. I'm looking at this trailer to Troy. Damn, that's a lot oh. of ships. It certainly is. <laughs> that's a lot of fish. Damn, that's a, that's a lot of ships. Holy crap. Yeah, I guess that was impressive at the time. Like, what? Damn, we never seen so many boats. Wow, I couldn't believe it. This movie is full of shit. Welcome to Slap Time Live. I'm Dave Andrew here at Nick Studios in Orlando, Florida. Now, a couple of minutes ago, you saw my mouth moving, but you couldn't hear me. We had a little volume problem, but we fixed it. Now you got me. This right here is our mail-o-matic. We got Jonah, the crazy card guy, inside of it. We've spun him around. He's getting us our first home player. Jonah, can we have a card, please? Here we go, our first home player. This might be you. Now we got to get a partner from our audience. So look over there at our three contestants. Log on to Nick.com right now. Tell us who's going into the Slimulator. And here's some Garfield! Nickelodeon Slime Time Live will be right back after this break. All right, questions. What you got, Pan? Okay, my question is it's by... But if anyone has any questions, put, some, put them in the YouTube comments below. Also, give us topics. And if you have any potential topics you'd like for us to try, put them in the comments below. Because we make them up as we go along. That we do. Ha <laughs> ha, life is sad. Vaness96 says, my question for Pan Heart. They put a Fuck heart. Fuck you. They put a heart. Fuck you. Since, Die. Since you're in college, have you ever tried getting involved into Cartoon Network's internships? And if CN wasn't your dream job, any other internships you're thinking of doing for your art? Here's about your future top goth girls countdown. Damn it, why can't my character be official now? Flips table. What? Okay. Is that a good as him? I hope so. Goth girls are great. Oh my god. Hey, so... I submitted one internship thing years ago, and that's when my art was utter garbage. And since Frederator, that helped me get in closer to the industry with being partnered with Frederator and them inviting me to their place. Oh yeah, I met a, 
Wait, did I say I met Natasha Allegri while I was at Frederator, the creator of Bean Puppy Cat? Didn't she recognize you? Or I just said, hey, I'm Pan Pizza. And then she says, oh, hey, I know this guy. Your fans keep emailing me. It's like, please stop. Whoever's doing that, please stop emailing, referencing me when you email her. Don't do that. It's making me look like a dork. I try to email Rebecca Sugar and Ian to join the podcast oh, for an episode. yeah, this Ken, this stupid idiot. Oh, Whoa, okay, I quit again. <laughs> Here's what happens. Like, uh, since I don't know why, but I guess because the season finale of uh, Steven Universe, Ken tried to contact Rebecca Sugar and Ian Jones Cordy, the creator and the art art director for Steven Universe, and his message said, "Hey, you want to be in our podcast? We have over a hundred subscribers. A hundred. <laughs> he, he meant to put a hundred thousand. Oops, I pancaked. I guess we'll never get an email from them." to join the podcast oh which no way are they ever going to be on this podcast no no industry professional wants would ever want to go on here with all the fucked up stuff we say oh, listen we'll be mature and grown up well there's other industry people can try getting but i don't know if they want to be on a podcast for an hour and a half we'll, we'll cut it down we'll do whatever they want please love us Oh yeah, but about that internship. No, I haven't done anything to get to Cartoon Network. I need to. I want to move there, but I also want to like finish my goddamn comic. Which now that I have more free time because I have videos done ahead of time, I've been trying to do one page a day, just so I can get it out faster. And that's what I'm trying to do. So until that comic's out, then people can fully see what my art's capable of. Confirmed and confirmed gay as shit. Okay, next question. Spoon Seria asks, "Hey guys." I'm thinking of starting a live-action filmmaking career. Any advice? Next question. I'm not a live-action filmmaking. Why do you go to me? Okay, I'll tell. I'll say this much: the only live-action stuff I've ever made was a nostalgia critic ripoff and a bunch of random skits that I made on the fly. One of them being Eggo Waffle Girl. Do you really want my advice? Do you? I made a no. action video. It was something. I think I reviewed video games, maybe. It was called Legendary Game Review. I don't remember. Well, I mean, if you're doing filmmaking, I mean, you got YouTube. You can just feel, you can film what you want and get it out there online and show what you're capable of. And then people will have interest in you. Yeah, fuckface. Nice question. I don't know. I also recommend looking up Cinemassacre 200. That's a, I thought it was a good documentary about the of the creator of Angry Video Game Nerd's life and how he, he, used, he used to make home movies and tried slowly becoming more professional at it. Cinemassacre 200. Cinemassacre. Link, just link it in the description, you dumb. Afra Animations. Will you make animated shorts based on your podcast? I got no time for that, but uh, w one person did one. It was, I'll link that below. Carter did that for us. <laughs> Seabask. Yeah, I'll link that also. Some, if you want to do it, go ahead, do it. You animate it. We're, I got other things to do. I don't know yeah. how to animate. And I don't care that much. I don't, know, I don't even re-listen to the podcast, so whatever. This is Moronic asks, what are, your, what are your guys' role models? By the way, any advice for making a podcast? <laughs> okay, role models. Anyone who works in animation? Um... I don't really have any role models. I just kind of like uh, look at art and I'm like, oh, I like that a lot. And I do that. I mean, I have a ton of anime art books and shit. 
I mean, that's probably not the best thing to use for inspiration since anime isn't like super on model, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, don't models. I, guess I have a animation people for um, making. I I have stuff for making comics. Like my friend recommended a couple people. I'm trying to find a sheet of paper. It's on my desk somewhere. Um, I'll let you know when I find it. Give me a second. You guys keep talking. Oh, I don't really have that many inspirational people. Uh, I just do what I do. I see something like, yeah. Yeah, should a 20... Should, should someone like me who's 22 years old have a role model for animation? Because that's... Yeah, you can have a role model. Like, I don't know. It seems like... Yeah, you should be. I don't know. I mean, it's so okay to have a role too. model so long as you know to branch out on your own and shit. Yeah, don't don't think too highly of them when uh, controversy happens and they get kicked out of a out of a network. If we're gonna cut that out, you idiot. Yeah, you, we know what happened. Ah, uh, that was like that episode of Crust. That was like an episode of The Simpsons where Crust, where it turned out Krusty was framed for robbery and. Bart lost faith in Krusty's, like, damn. All right, here, I found um, I found the paper. Um, if you're going into comics, um, an art teacher for my friend's art school recommended how to draw comics the Marvel way. That had a lot of helpful stuff. And then he, um, for just drawing in general, he recommended books by George Bridgman and Andrew Loomis, L-U-M-U-S. Um, I remember George Bridgman did a lot of figure drawing books, which are helpful if you want to learn how to draw proportionally and shit. Um, I forgot what Andrew Loomis did, but from what I remember, he did some pretty good stuff. So, yeah. If you want to learn how to draw comics, how to draw comics the Marvel way. If you want, like, figure drawing and other shit, George Bridgman, spelled exactly the way it sounds, and Andrew Loomis, L-U-M-U-S. And that's all I got. But uh, I have two bits of advice that I learned from several industry people. Uh, the creator of Billy and Mandy, he said, every character you create in a story is basically a part of you. So just so if you're writing something, write what you know, because like in what I'm writing, Loki IRL, whenever that's finished, because I'm actually making progress on it. One of the characters is based on the main character, Bianca, is based on the side of me that wants to make cartoons and also the awkward middle schooler side of me. Another character, Wavebird, is part of the, that part is the video game side of me and also the one that hates working in retail. You worked at retail before? Don't talk about it. Oh, no. So yeah, just get parts of your personality and put them in a character and then flesh them out because every single character you make start out as a trope. Like, here's the negative guy. Here's the person who has to have everything orderly, like Double D. So everything starts as a trope and then you got to build on top of that. The only the, the only instance I can remember, uh, well, some people can pull that off without putting a bit of themselves in the character like um, Hideki Anno, creator of Evangelion. Um, he t he just made Mari, um, who which is the brown-haired girl with glasses, and he's like, she she's the first character I made that isn't a part of me, and some, well, while a lot of people like her, they like her for kind of shallow reasons, and you can kind uh -oh. of, she's kind of a really shallow character to begin with, but yeah, she's uh, she's probably the weakest Evangelion character, best wife. Oh, she the though. one with glasses. Yeah, she is fine. She's fourteen. I never watched Evangelion you edition because I don't know which version to watch. Okay, yeah, so yeah. you gotta watch the you gotta watch the '90s anime first. Well, the first 24 episodes. Then you gotta watch one of the movies. Then you gotta play the Nintendo 64 game. 
uh-huh. then you got to go uh-huh. back yeah. to the series, finish the rest of the series, but then you got to watch mm-hmm. the first, the last episode of Teen Titans because that'll make a little more sense once you watch the ending of Evangelion. Mm-hmm. Then you gotta, then you gotta watch, then you gotta play the board game. You gotta have a barbecue while you're playing the board game. You, uh, should you gotta, I cosplay as Evangelion to get a better understanding of it too? Yeah, you gotta do that. You gotta watch some Yogi Bear episodes. I don't know why, but that helps. You gotta watch Yogi Bear. Uh, I gotta watch Sanjay San. I gotta get facts about Sanjay San on the streets, yo. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh my mm-hmm. God. Yep. Mm-hmm. We but are yeah. not exaggerating when how complicated the uh, p- the preferred way to watch Evangelion is. Because what episode of Pokemon should I get to get a better understanding of Asuka's character? This person's other question says, "By the way, any advice on making a podcast?" Fucking do it. Next question. Yeah, I, I use uh, this is a Mac only program, but I use ScreenFlow and I record our Skype conversations and my conversations. Yeah, yeah. Um, ScreenFlow for Windows, but I mean, and and the the rest is literally just up to you because, um, pan pan cut certain stuff that we talk about. Sometimes um, he'll edit in a joke or whatever, and it all just depends on your sense of timing and whatever. To edit. The last joke, so he can seem like the funniest in the that podcast. That never happened. Yeah, it did. It did happen. I know. I didn't edit any jokes in. That's impossible. Yeah, you did. I don't know, but at least have like a an outline of what you're gonna talk about written down, so you can know what to what topic to, you're going to next. Yeah, pan edit sound effects like uh, no! that one. That was a sound effect. Yeah, that's a sound effect. Oh, what about this? Wow! Yeah, that's a sound Here, effect. Sound effect. I'm too lazy to edit any sound effects in, so so bad. Dude, look at these sound effects. You'll, you'll fe- you won't feel lazy later. You'll feel ob- you'll feel guilt and obligation. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. But anyway, next question. Peng- okay. Look. Penguin Explosion 89. I have two questions. Has there ever been a cartoon creator that you want to work with? Yes. Gendy Tartakovsky. I know a cartoon cur- creator I want to jerk with. No. Yeah! That stupid purple girl. She won't share her nuggets with me. But yeah, I want to be Gendy Tartakovsky's apprentice. I want to learn how to animate like him. Yeah, well, no one animates nowadays. Everyone just, like, does the in- does the uh, storyboard and they send it to Korea. Yeah. Rebecca <laughs> Sugar whips Koreans to do her work. <laughs> Back. We gotta make this next Steven Universe really great. Which, which, which? Faster, faster, slaves! I'm the one in charge here. Oh. Great. Now she's never gonna be on this podcast. I'm the one in charge. Take the uh, uh, a drink from her water glass. Get back to work. No, it's like it's like no, it's like a golden chalice. Work. I gotta make the best cartoon ever. God damn. Yeah. This is gonna look like. That's gonna look ten times better than anything else on Cartoon Network. It's gonna be better than Johnny Test. Fuck that show. Yeah, why, why, why is why is uh it, it feels so strange that Steven Universe lo- seems so much more ambitious than anything else on Cartoon Network. Yeah, says the guy who was like, "Oh, it looks just like Adventure Time." I'll kill you. That was the old me. No, you gave me so much shit for saying it didn't look like Adventure I'll Time. Kill you. Pan's a fucking hypocrite. Don't listen to him. Don't idolize him. He's not worth it. Subscribe. Unfollow. Don't, don't even turn turn off this podcast right now. Forget about it. Forget about us. Everybody just, work. Just turn it off. This is two hours. Everybody work. Everybody Pan, work. 
He big mean man. He he whip us. Tan will shit on a cartoon, but when it gets a following, Wait, he'll just on. follow it. Hold on, guys. I figured out why Johnny Tez is so craftily animated. See, the creator didn't believe in whipping Koreans, so he animated himself. <laughs> so he's really the hero. No. He's really the hero of Cartoon Network. He didn't believe in slavery. <laughs> yeah, he's he's changing the world. No more slavery in animation. I'll do it myself. Yeah. Yep. Although in my head, if I ever had a cartoon, I always had in my head like voice actors who I'd want to be my characters. Yeah, yeah. I, I do head canon. For my character Kate, I always imagined him voiced by Vincent Martella. He does he, um he does Phineas most notably, but I always pictured the voice of him, the voice of Hope from Final hey. Fantasy thirteen. Hey penis, I know what we're gonna do today. We're gonna take over the world. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, if you remember, hey Ken, remember the intro where like they say we can do anything during summer, like fight a mummy, and they never fought a mummy in the show. Oh yeah, I remember asking them a question like, "Hey, you guys never fight a mummy?" And then they responded with, "Yeah, but I fucked your mummy." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh." <laughs> Oh. I feel so stupid talking about my Loki IRL when there's no, almost nothing available on the webcomic page. I pictured, like, Loki being voiced by Pegasus from Yu-Gi-Oh. Hmm, Kaiba nice Boy. Mordecai, Rigby, do you want to play some cards? It's called Duel Masters. Hey, Mordecai Rigby, you wanna suck my lollipop? I'll give you money. Mordecai, I'm a lollipop. Do you want to watch some lollies? I was at the playground and I found some lollies. They wanted to play games. I can't believe Pan is giving out lollies. I brought them here to the park and now we we can play with all the lollies. We can play with them in my closet. Come with me. (laughs) Yolo. Oh God, no. Yeah, that Loki's. Yeah, I guess I guess Loki will sound like pops. Either Pegasus or good show, or the or Grave Robber from Repo the Genetic Opera. You've been hooked on that movie recently. Uh, Like I saw this musical called Repo the Genetic Opera, and it's like, why haven't I seen this before? This is all my goth appeal that I ever needed. Oh my god, you fucking loser! Goth girls are the best ever. I need some goth girls so bad. But yeah, go watch Repo. It's a good musical. For fucking bird nerd babies. Part musical, part slasher film. <sighs> oh, and the oh, and this and Penguin Explosions last question. Has there ever been a cartoon slash anime that you wanted to change the animation or art style to? No. Um, I can't think of any on top of my head. Ugh. I can't think of anything either. Sometimes. Maybe Danny maybe Danny Phantom. Yeah, Danny Phantom. Because as much as uh, I wasn't that big on how Foster's looked. How dare you? Yeah, fuck you. Foster's wasn't that good of a show. Ouch. Mm. Kirk McCracken, he scratched off our list too. He's not coming ever. Oh. We can have a debate about it. I I, I wish uh, this crap. Uh, so Kevin Smith made an ad- another animated movie. Big cartoon movie, I think, or something. But it wasn't in the art style of Clerks animated. It's in some other art style. I, lo- I just love the art style to Clerks animated. It's very thick outline. It's made by Steven oh, Silver, oh, the guy. Wait, oh, no, I got one. Uh, the the Desker's Laboratory redesigns. Yeah, take go back to the way it was. Yeah, fucker. Fuck you. 
Um, I do. Yeah, I do agree with Nolan that I kind of wish that uh, Danny Phantom had maybe a better art style. Well, it wasn't that the art style was bad. It's just that when it did action, it was just really. Eh. It was a pseudo action show. It wasn't really there. Yeah, the choreography was probably one of the worst I've seen, honestly, because I really hate it in action shows and they do this a lot. And I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it before, but I hate it when um, somebody launches an attack and like it switches to the um, um, receiver's point of view and you see them standing there for like two seconds. And it's like you could have dodged in that amount of time. But no, you don't. They just stare gawk-eyed at the uh, fucking attack. <laughs> They're like, oh, God, it's coming. The blast is coming. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. And it hits him in the face. Wait, what were you talking about? Bonerific. Okay. Any more questions? Nope. I guess this is the end of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> another two-hour one. Yeah, this a was a waste of time. little podcast. Yeah, I'm going to have to rewatch this entire podcast and see if I fucked up anything. So this is the end. This is the end, beautiful friends. Yeah, if any industry people who aren't ashamed of us contact us and say, "Hey, we want to be on your shitty, shitty podcast," and we'll you can be on here, and we'll promise not to say any anti-Semitic comments or anything stupid, you know. And I hate the Jews. Good night. I'm Pan Pizza. I'm Ken. I'm Rolando. And, and I don't give a fuck. Good night. We're the Pizza Party Podcast. See you. <laughs>